Welcome to the Non Negations Podcast, a faith based podcast that connects real world situations and thus the scriptures to strengthen you. On this episode, we're talking about hiding from God. So let's dive into it. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the No Negations Podcast. Daryl D. Sullins Jr. is here. And D.S. Ninja is in the house. Uh, well, before we get started, the text line. Let's discuss this. Our this text <laughs> line's number is 330-366-2636. Um, it, if you call it, it won't work. <laughs> like, no one's going to answer. So you have to text it. So, like, I, the couple, I got a couple, like, notifications that people are trying to call um this past week uh-huh. and it doesn't work that way you have uh-huh. to text it so um that the text line it wants to get is 330-366-2636 and what is used for is if you guys want to comment like you know want to comment if you have topics you want to suggest or if i don't know it's really for anything um you can just text the line so don't text myself because we get a lot of comments and suggestions and, and stuff but they call or text our personal sale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know me personally. I'm bad with text messages. That I'm horrible. Yeah. I don't know what it. Um, I I have a I have an Apple Watch and everything, and I'm still slow on my messages. Yeah, it's just, it's just a lot because you know throughout the week I'm scheduling and rescheduling clients, and then like trying to do different things and reaching out to different people. So. Yeah, my phone can be a little slow. Yeah, it sounds like you need that personal assistance. Yeah, actually, I put out a thing looking for interns this uh this past week. Okay. Yeah, a bunch of people said they were interested, but then none of them filled out the application. So. And did they have experience? I don't know. They didn't fill out the application, so I don't oh. know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I keep like a couple of people was like, "Oh, I'll be, I'm interested in doing it." I'm like, "Look." <laughs> this ain't what you think. Like this ain't no. Like, <laughs> then I walk in the park. We just gonna sing kumbaya and have a whole bunch of fun. We are gonna have fun, but like, yeah. I'm <clears throat> um, really honestly between you, me, and then whoever's on the other side of the mic right now. <clears throat> I'm using this opportunity to kind of push into another direction. Like maybe possibly bring on a another trainer or somebody to handle like business stuff. So like. People automatically assumed, and I kind of had to explain it. Um, I had to repost it, but people assumed that when I posted the intern, I'm looking for somebody that's just looking to follow me around, you know, doing performance training and stuff like that. Oh. That's not necessarily true. So I'm looking for someone that can help put workout plans together, and I can teach them to do that. Um, um, helping with like scheduling, marketing. In a certain way, certain concepts, certain mm-hmm. aspects of marketing, um, <clears throat> uh, working with groups, reaching out to schools and, and doing collaborations and reaching out to companies. And on the other hand, because I'm looking for two interns and I'm looking for someone that's possibly in the business administration world, not so much training, but that one, that person to help out and with the marketing, um, promotion, um, all the back office type stuff. And so those are the two type of people i'm looking for and so i told like a couple of people he was like hey i want to and i was like look it ain't what you think <laughs> yeah but anyway hit that text line is 330-366-2636 cool yeah cool beans. uh dad how was your week my nick my week was was good um 
we did last weekend, we did the online uh, training session. Oh, you did an online training session? Yeah, I mean, well, you were my technical guy. You did the video and set up because I would have never been able to do that. The um, <clears throat> hooking it with Zoom and, and all that, getting a mic to work, the cordless mics and, mm-hmm. and all that. Um, Wasn't that fun, Dad? It, it it actually was fun, and I and I may do more of that because people ask me to do you know trainings and stuff, and that's the way individuals from other states can tune in and um, go yeah. through the training. But it was it was pretty cool, and we did it at Sky High Training Facility <laughs> in Alliance, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it was good though. Um, I thought it was. Yeah, it was good, actually. And yeah. people tuned in from around the country, martial artists from around the country. Yeah, yeah, it actually was pretty cool. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. And how was your week? Oh, <laughs> my week was good. I feel like I must be I must be in a period of growth because my weeks be like, one week is like fantastic, one week is like, uh But this week was actually good. Um, I was at Malone University this past week. And, and why uh, was you at Malone University? I was meeting with the FCA uh, group that's there, Fellowship yeah. of Christian Athletes. Fellowship with Christian Athletes? or is it of Fellowship Christian of Athletes. Christian Athletes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I was there. <clears throat> um, um, one of our listeners uh, reached out to like one of the guys that directed um, and they reached out to me about coming up there, and we did a panel discussion, which was pretty cool. Like me and the guy, we sat there, um, um, uh, and we discussed the divinity of the Bible. If <clears throat> the Bible was, um, uh, if the Bible is God's word, if it's divine, if is mm-hmm. it is there any mistakes in the Bible? And we discussed that, and <clears throat> we uh, spoke. I want not to the 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 athletes or the the kid, the students at Malone, but we spoke, I would say we spoke with. And so basically, you know, we had our one twos. I kind of told them where I came from, all the, you know, my life a little bit. And then <clears throat> we spoke with those athletes and we just talked about it. Like, you know, the divinity of the Bible and pretty much how do we utilize the Bible in our lives? And if it's possible to use your Bible in your life. And so it was pretty dope. Um, hopefully we can go back. Uh, we talked about doing some things in the future. Um, I, yeah, I, I loved it. It was cool. It was cool also seeing the guy. The guy that directed it is uh, um, he's a year younger than me, maybe a year older than me. Okay, I graduated in thirteen. He graduated in fourteen, so he's a year younger than me. Mm-hmm. Duh. Um, but it was cool seeing somebody my age doing something at that caliber. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I don't know. It was different in a certain way. He kind of motivated me too. Like, it's like, dang, you're not just by yourself, you know, doing certain things and whatnot. Right. And so, yeah, it was cool. It was cool seeing that. Another gr- good connection. Like, young folks can do things, too, huh? What do you mean? No, it, because, oh, you know, he's yeah. around your age group and he's doing something at the university. Yeah. You know, but then, in the organization. When I say I'm about to hit this ground running, I got so many plans. I'm just got to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, with growth, it comes responsibility, and it comes, you know, putting that team together and the help. Yeah. You know? So. Um. Oh, we're talking about hiding from God today, right? Yeah. 
And you know what I was, I was thinking about? <laughs> I was just telling somebody last week. It made me think about it. Remember when we were, I was doing work. It was nobody at the rental property. Mm-hmm. And I was doing some work in there. And you were, I had you to help me with something. And I kept hearing this noise. I'm like, what is that noise? I kept hearing squirrels. And I'm like, it's something in the walls. And that. And I went in your room. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening. I'm hearing that. Oh, I remember this. And uh, I was like, that's coming from the heat vent. Oh, shoot. That's not what I thought. Okay. Yeah. So I took the heat vent off. It was paper in there. Wait. You said the Maple House was empty? Yeah. No, was, we were living there at the time. I was uh-uh. like, yeah, no, it was. we wasn't. The house was empty. No, because I was laying in the bed. And you came in because at that time, um, you used to read us those Bible from the Bibles. You came. No, in. what I'm talking about, the house was empty. We okay. were doing work in there. And I pulled that thing off. The paper was in it. I'm like, what is this paper? Now? You said, oh, Tori and I used to play like yeah. we were in the bank. No, we were. Yeah, we were there. We were in the bed. Yeah, I was in the bed. Yes. I remember that because you was mad. <laughs> He's like, boy, you going to set this house on fire. I'm like sticking paper in the heat <laughs> vent like it's an it ATM. A it was, yeah, it was, our, it was our bank in our mailbox. <laughs> You know what's it's funny? A, and you thought that was hidden from me, but it came to life. Yeah. You know what's funny? <laughs> what? About that? About two weeks ago, uh, Des likes to pull the covers off the heat the heat vents, right? Uh-huh. He likes to pull them off. And so, like, one of the heat vents in our living room was, like, like crooked. So, I was like, oh, let me go fix it. You know, be a responsible homeowner that I am. <laughs> I went to go fix it. And so, when I went to go fix it, I knocked the thing over. I knocked the thing over, so I went to go pick it up. And you can see down in it. It was balls, crayons, <laughs> clothes, all kinds of stuff in it. And it made me think of that situation. Uh-huh. Yeah. Paybacks. I told you. I told you. You're going to catch yourself sounding like me. At- yeah. Dad's had a whole storage unit in there. It was, it was a, a small basketball. It was a ton of crayons. Good thing there's like a wall there and all of it was just resting. It was pants in there. And I was like, why, why are you stuffing all this stuff in this vent? See? Payback. God has a sense of humor. <laughs> I'm just telling somebody about that story. It was like he thought I would, would never find out about that. So <laughs> I guess that's a good segue, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on this episode, we're talking about hiding from God, and is it possible to hide from God? And so before we hopped on the podcast, we was reading this uh, scripture from um, Ezekiel. Was it? Ezekiel, Ezekiel 28? Ezekiel chapter 28, and we read 1 Samuel 28. Okay. Yeah. So in, Ze- in Ezekiel, um, it wasn't Ezekiel that, it was the, was it the Pharisees? No, it wasn't the Pharisees. Mm-mm. Who was it that no. was hiding from God? Uh, the elders of Israel. Oh, that's Israel. right. And they was doing like stuff that you're not supposed to be doing. But they they was- went down, let's say, a basement. Yeah. And behind walls. And they were doing it. They had detestable things, what the Bible says, on the walls. They were praying to idols, and they were doing it in the dark. It sounded like witchcraft to me. Yeah, like God does not see that. And so he told the prophet, he said, son of man, go down and see what the, they're doing. And he said, you see the hole in the wall? He's like, break it open. And he looked in there, and he saw them doing it. And so it made me think. I was like, can we really hide from God? No, I think it's kind of impossible to hide from God. Yeah. Then why do we do the things that, that he's against? 
I don't know. Like flesh? I don't know. I don't I don't think when we do stuff that's sin, I don't necessarily think it's hiding we're trying to hide from God. I think it's more so like we're just trying to do what we want in that moment. I think that's more so what it is. But they clearly they're clearly like they're hiding from God. Like that's that's not getting negate. They were not negating that. I'm talking about to answer your question when you're talking about why do we do things that um, God says not to do. I don't think it's necessarily from us hiding from God. I think it's just us wanting to do the things we want to do. But if you understand who God is, yeah, He sees everything. He even knows your thought. Yeah, and in this verse, in verse twelve, it they actually said. The Lord does not see us yeah, doing this. I I understand that. that yeah. I'm just saying, like the the question that you ask is why do we do things that God don't like? And I think it's because I don't think it's necessarily because people hide from them. I just think they're being disobedient or or defiant. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah, is that worse? Yeah, it is. Actually, <laughs> I think so. It's like um, in Samuel when um, was it Samuel? My brain's not working at eight o'clock at night. Whoever it was that God told him, like God had them remove all the mediums and the spiritual work worshipers or whatever they were. Saul, yeah, Saul had him. He had him move, removed all from, um, all from the city. The fortune tellers, yeah. the, the the psychic readers, all yeah. of them. And so he asked God for something, and God didn't listen because he was doing stuff that was diso- being disobedient or whatever. Well, since God wasn't listening, you know, he went. He dressed up or he uh, covered himself up and went to those fortune tellers he had just kicked out. Right. And so like that, I don't think he's hiding from God. I think he was being disobedient to get what he wants. I think if you know who God is, well, that will make it even worse. If he's not hiding from God because God didn't answer him, he he did something that was detestable to God. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you think that shows their relationship, his relationship with God? You think that shows that he doesn't have much of a relationship with God? Or is that just him being a disobedient child? Well, there was a reason God stopped listening to him because he was defiant. Yeah. So in other words, so he 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 got afraid. He was afraid because the they were coming up against him and he consulted God and God was like, Talk to the hand. So I didn't read the the whole chapter of that. Um, but my question is, is oh, with a person like that, right, where he's being di- so disobedient, God kind of turns his shoulder on him a little bit. And then he goes. It wasn't no little bit. Yeah, but like then he goes and does something like this. Is it possible for that person to get back in good standings with God? Well, is it possible? It yeah. de- that depends solely on God. Because if you look at what David did with Bathsheba, he should have died. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, but but here Saul actually died. You know, if you, you read the whole story about Saul when he was king. Yeah. You know, God allowed him to die. But I was thinking about that because someone called me and they had some questions for me about, you know, scriptures and, and lifestyle. and And so if a person... Especially this person was a king, but if somebody's a leader, like we talked about it in, in Ezekiel, these were the elders, and they're living a defiant life, living 
a life outside the word of God, mm-hmm. will they hear from God? Or the things, <clears throat> excuse me, the things that they're doing, do they have any mindset that God doesn't see it or they can get away with it? Like there's no no consequences to our action. I think there definitely is. I mean, I just think about like you and me, right? If you tell me to do something and I'm always being disobedient to it and then I come and ask you for something, you're not going to give it to me. No. And and think about the times you was, you did things that we didn't know about. I never did anything like that. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Like that time you went to that party. What party? You went to a party. Y'all said, you said, (laughs) y'all was going to Denny's. (laughs) Y'all went to Denny's, but y'all ate up real quick. (laughs) You don't get no situation ever right, but you get this one right. (laughs) Yeah. We 100% went to Denny's. And yeah, that was the whole story. Yeah. We did go, though. We ate real fast. And then we, so it wasn't a lie. We went to Denny's. Yeah, but you didn't say anything about going anywhere else. No. Mm Mm-mm. And I, I didn't want to do you a disservice. <laughs> <laughs> and something happened there. It was on the news. Yep. You know, fight broke out and all that. Yep. You can tell the story. Should I tell the story? Yeah. Okay, let's tell the story. All right, so. It hey, was a, because I was writing, I was jotting down notes for, you know, my research. And I said, you can fool some of the people some of the time. <laughs> but you can't fool God. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is what happened. So, and I don't know. This is probably not going to tie into what we talking about. But you know, just so the listener knows what happened back then. Yeah. Whatever, just have fun with it. Um, so it was me and two of my close friends that my dad mentioned on his podcast a couple of times. They were um, on the podcast, huh? They were on the podcast. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Too. Well, um. So at when we were in high school, they had things called like foam parties and paint parties. So the paint parties, you basically like um, wear all white and they like shoot paint and stuff in the air. It's like like paintball mm-hmm. paint, so you can like wipe it off. But that was too risky because we can't come home with paint all over ourselves. So we didn't <laughs> go to no paint party. This one was like a foam party where they just like blow foam like all over. Like it's just like like a regular dance for like teenage kids and they just blow foam everywhere sounds it's, like it yeah it's actually think about it, it's actually pretty corny but whatever um so um we wanted to go but it was late it was on the other side of the town and i was like i don't know if we gonna actually be able to go to this one or whatever so <clears throat> what we decided to do we was like you know let's just go hang out and go to denny's so um i don't know if i asked you or i asked mom it maybe was your asked, mom maybe both of y'all actually I think I asked mom and then told you I was about to go. All right. So, um, they was like, yeah, I'm about to go to Denny's with, um, this person, and this person. And, y'all, and she was like, oh, okay, cool. Just make sure you check in every hour, you know, you know. And I came down. I was like, dad, I'm about to head over to Denny's with blah, blah, blah. And you say what you what you usually say. Remember your name. Yeah. Like, remember your name. All right. Might, <laughs> might, might have to use that name yeah. to, <laughs> to get out of jail. <laughs> no, no, we didn't do anything crazy like that. But anyway, so uh, we went to Denny's. We did. Um, we ordered something quick. You know, we ate it or whatever. And we was like, you know what? Let's go over to this party so we live in we i live in beach beachwood right i think the party i think it was in solon so we went to denny's in mayfield so we drove to mayfield 
had to drive past Beachwood <laughs> and then went to <laughs> went to uh, this paint or phone party in Solon. So what happened was when we get there, you know, everyone's you know having fun or whatever. A couple of people from our summer track team was there. It was just fine. It was just like a normal thing, and then a fight broke out, and like it was bad. Um, so we was like, you know, just yo, just go ahead and get out of here. And as we're leaving, like. We had already pulled out and stuff like that. You see, like, cop cars in the in the <coughs> back coming through or whatever. And they didn't think nothing of it. And so um, that was a Saturday. Monday comes around, and I go to school. And <laughs> uh, one of the kids come down, or one of the guys I went down was like, yo, yo. I was like, what? What's good? What's wrong? He was like, yo, my uh, my mom just asked if we went out, if we happened to go out to this party in Solon. And I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, why, why she even asked that? She, he said, because like that party was on the news this morning. I was like, what? For real? He's like, yeah. Was, I was like, for the fight? Yeah, that's kind of weird that I was up there for the fight. He's like, yeah, it was for the fight. But not only was there a fight, it was like a drug deal going on. <laughs> and the cops like busted the whole thing up or whatever. I guess like, you know, obviously no, and I, all the, you know, like it wasn't a bunch of arrests of people that was de- doing mm-hmm. stuff did, but we were there and you never know how that stuff can turn out. And so like, he was like freaking out. He's like, yo, like that stuff was on the news. And, and it's like, if anybody asked, we was at Denny's. I was like, we was at Denny's. I ain't got nothing else to bring up. We went to Denny's. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that is what that is what happened. It, see, now just imagine had y'all, because it, it happened not long after y'all left, right? Technically, it was happening <laughs> as we was there. We left because of the fights. Like, it was a big fight that kind of happened. It was like, oh, no. Nah. And it was kind of getting late anyway. And I'm not, you know. I was like, okay, yeah, we're going to just go ahead and slide out. Now, just think about it. I want you to imagine this. Imagine you calling me from jail, (laughs) and I have to come get you, and we think you at Denny's. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. You might not get my phone, bro. I might call. I don't know. I can't call none of my uncles or aunts because they crazy, too. (laughs) Ah uh, shoot, I don't know. Maybe Pastor Maiden, I call Pastor <laughs> Maybe if he tell you, you'll respond to it a little better. <laughs> oh man! Now just think about that, and and think about God finding out that the elders are doing something of his of his tribe of Egypt. Uh-huh. I mean, um, uh, Israel. They're doing things that's outside of his word, what he told them to do. Okay. <clears throat> and just like uh, Saul, he was disobedient. Yeah. And God didn't listen to him. Can you imagine the feeling they had? Just think about the feeling you had because of that. And if I would have found out then that you went to jail and that you was at this place where you told us you was going to be someplace else. Oh. My mind blood just stayed in jail, no, honestly. <clears throat> but yeah, but, <laughs> but think about God knowing what you're doing. If you think you God can't see it, just right. like they, they did in Ezekiel, they said God can't see oh, it. Oh, imagine like God knowing <clears throat> that you did. like, And you realize he knowing it. Yeah, like me in that situation, right? You guys didn't know, but like if I thought about how you guys were responding, how scared I was, and then just imagine how it is with God that knows everything and sees yeah. everything. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. 
isn't that crazy? That is crazy. But we do things and don't think about the consequences and don't think about God knowing it and that you're going against what he said. Yeah. Because I, I was I did things like that, you know, thinking I'm I'm getting away with it and you know, doing things that that um that's not in line with with scripture, but we don't think about the consequences. Yeah. And I I see what's going on today and people that's in church leadership that's doing things out of the boundaries of God's word, uh, things that they're adopting and accepting and bringing into the church today because there's all kind of stuff that's going on in church today under the guise of Christian. Mm -hmm. And God sees that. And so um, in Matthew's Matthew's chapter uh, 24, yeah, Matthew chapter 24, it, is, it talks about what it's going to be like. And you think about Noah. Noah preached for 120 years, and nobody listened to him but his family. That's <clears throat> wild. For 120 years. Mm-hmm. And and that seems like what it talked about in, in, in Matthew 24. You know, people will be going on, getting married, going on with their lives, <clears throat> doing all kinds of stuff. And we don't think that God sees this stuff that we're doing, that we're turning away from him, not including him, not living a life according to his word. Mm-hmm. Think about if <laughs> think about that. This just the mindset of me finding out that you was at some place. But then when we think about I've been living a life not according to what God say I should. And he sees it. And he sees it. Dang. That's scary. It is. And that's why that verse really affected me in Matthews. We yep. talk about it a lot. Matthew 7. On that day, many people will say, Lord, Lord. And he said, depart from me. I never knew you. You know, it's crazy, too. Um, and I think this relates. But when I was at Malone, um, I told a story about that um, the kid I went to high school with that had the heart attack. Yeah. Well, remember when I told you, like, in high school... We sat down at the lunch table, and it was me, him, and a few of our other friends, and we were just talking about, like, God. Don't know why, but we were. And <clears throat> in the conversation, everyone was talking about, like, why they believe in God and stuff like that. Well, he's, he said that he'll start, like, living like that God tells us to live when he's around, like, late 20s, early 30s, when he's ready to settle down. You told the story there at Malone? Yeah. Okay. But <clears throat> it turned out one of his family members was one of the students. Wow. Yeah. And but like, um, uh, which is crazy. But uh, that's. But I, I bring that up just to say, like, because you never know. Like we say that, oh, we can do this real quick, and then mm-hmm. you know we can repent later. But what if you can't repent later because tomorrow's your last day? You know. And so, um, I don't know if that kid, the kid that passed away, I don't know if he, you know, t- you changed know, his life. Yeah, I don't know. Because uh, I, I didn't really communicate with him so much after the first year of college. Um, just because everyone just started kind of go there, there are separate ways, kind of. But so I don't, I don't know. But <clears throat> I don't know. The, the, the family member came up to me after the, after the thing and was like, yeah, but their family is like, a lot of them are like thinking differently about God in a positive way. Like mm. starting to, after that whole situation, because you just, you know, life is just too short. And so, but 
Or you just never know what life is going to, you know. And, you, and you, you know, do you realize that that God sends us warnings sometimes and it, and we we miss them because our desire is so strong. We miss those warnings. Yeah. And one, he warns us in his word. Why is that? Why do you think desires get so strong? You think that's the relationship with God or a lack of <clears throat> like, I don't know. And maybe because, like we said, just like the elders, they didn't think that God sees it or they took God for granted. Mm -hmm. You know, I I know I did, you know, think, well, he'll forgive me because he's a loving God. Yeah. But we don't think about that. He's a God of obedience. Yeah. And there's consequences. Although David should have died and he didn't die. God allowed him to live and he was king and and, and, and a lot of the uh, descendants after him. Yeah. The sword never left his house. He always had trouble. I mean, his son tried to steal the kingdom. Uh, uh, thought it was raped. Mm-hmm. You know, all kinds of stuff and, and battles and things that he so lost. He, he had to work harder because he wanted to be, do his <clears throat> own thing. Right. And then the baby that he had by Bathsheba died. Mm-hmm. You know, so he always had trouble in his house and his kingdom yeah. because of that. And I don't think that I always realize that. Uh-huh. And that's why we need a, a community, a fellowship with each other. But see, I think the mindset we adopt is, look, I'm not perfect, so I'm not going to say anything about your stuff, and so you won't say nothing about my stuff. Yeah. And so if you do that, that sounds like the Corinthian church. That's why they were uh, such a corrupt church. Because they allow that stuff to go on, especially when you read chapter five mm. in there. And the guy took his stepmom and then the church didn't say anything about it. And so I think that is happening today. There's a lot of things going on. And because of tradition, of social reason and political reason, the church is not speaking on certain things because whatever political slant you have and whatever they adopt Things are not being said because you associate with them. Yeah. And so why, why, like I said in Mark, you, you're quick to set aside the word of God for your traditions. Yeah. And that, that ain't good. Which is crazy, actually. Yeah, because God warns us through his word. And in some of the things that happen, you know, if you read Job chapter 38, he talks about he... He controls the stars, the lightning, the winds, the storms, the earthquake, and all that stuff. And you, you, <laughs> and I believe some of that stuff is going on. And then if you read the twenty four and twenty fifth chapter in Revelations and and all that, that's why those things is going to happen. Yeah. And but we, we we, well, I believe that we, so many of us in the church, those who profess to be Christians, take God for granted. Because of, oh my God is a loving God, yeah. But your parents is probably loving, but they spank you. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. discipline you. Yeah. And then when he he gives us warnings and we don't heed those warnings, that's when the issues happen. And and you know you really gonna understand that now that you got kids. Why is that? Because they're gonna do things that well they already did doing some of the things that you did with us. <clears throat> And thinking that they can outsmart you, that yeah. they know more, and then and then like the one kid, you when you're young, you think you're invincible. Certain things ain't gonna happen to you, yeah. Or chances of things happening to you, 
It's slim. But I, no. t- I told a kid that in the gym. I was like, <clears throat> he doing some stuff that, not nothing illegal, but it's just like reckless stuff. It's just stuff that, but he thinks he like rules the world because he's like 16 years old. And, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, dude, like, it's just not worth it. There's too much bad that can happen from you doing just being that doing like stuff like that. Let me ask you this because you're you're the age you are now. You married, you got kids, <clears throat> house and stuff. And there's people that's coming behind you like this kid. Do you feel a sense of urgency now to speak more about the providence of God and his word and his instruction? Because you know you have some experience in life now, and you had you experience consequences or things happening, or maybe some warnings you that you got from from reading scriptures. Do you feel a, a sense of urgency now to talk more about it or not? Nope, I don't think I feel a sense of urgency. <clears throat> I feel like it's part of my duty. You know what I think about that a lot? The Watchmen verse. Ezekiel 33. Yeah, I think about that. So I don't think it's urgent for me. Like, I don't feel like, you know. But why not? Especially when you had a guy that you knew in, in high school who died. Yeah. Because the, the mindset was, well, he got plenty of time. And at, later in the years, he accept God. Because I know my character. If I get urgent, I'm going to get pushy. But I do feel mm-hmm. a sense of responsibility. Like, I don't take i won't like miss the moment you know i mean like i won't but i'm not talking about being pushy yeah i know but i just i'm saying like as far as urgency i don't want to say the word is urgent okay let me phrase it like this responsibility urgency to obey god and sharing his well yeah i feel like it's a sense of responsibility because if someone like i don't know if someone came, if I knew that there was a robber in the alley that was ready to steal money from whoever I walked down, and I see somebody about to walk down that 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 alleyway, and I don't tell them, like that's my fault, you know? Okay. If- so, but and, then, and that's kind of how I feel when people come in, they like celebrate doing stupid stuff. I'm like, dude, like that's not it, because I just feel like it's a sense of responsibility on my part as far as like my role here on earth that God has given me. Well, I'm talking about Christian. I'm not talking about non-Christians. People that profess being a believer, mm. being a follower of Christ, and they're living a life or accepting things that is not of God's word, do you feel obligated or uh, have a sense of urgency to share the right, the righteousness of God with them? Yeah, especially people that believe. <clears throat> right non-believers a little i feel like i want to say it's urgency which might be wrong but i talk to them but it's in a different way but believers sure yeah. i'm not talking about the way you talk to them <clears throat> yeah especially if i know you like i've had a conversation with this person today that i'm really really close to and i told him the truth on like what i thought about their situation uh, are they christian yeah okay yeah, but this had nothing to do with, like, belief in God. This was just, like... Lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. lifestyle. Same, same. Yeah, yeah. and so, uh, I'm, and this person, like I said, the closer you are, like, I don't, you know, I definitely don't have an issue to say my thoughts. Because I I think of, when I, when I think about when, when Paul is writing to the Corinthian church in chapter 6, and he named these different lifestyles, uh, I'm not just talking about doing these things. I'm talking about have a lifestyle of these things in chapter six of Corinthians. 
if I have a, a loved one, somebody you close with, understand by them living the lifestyle, whatever that might be, and God says you, these people that live that lifestyle will not inherit the kingdom of God. Yeah. Does that give you a sense of urgency to say, hey, this is what God says, and this is how you can live forever, and we'll see each other again? Does that give you any sense of of urgency, the sharing word? Now, I'm not talking about beating them up if they don't accept or, yeah. or whatever. <clears throat> um, If I'm being completely honest, yes, but I don't think forever. I don't know. No, why. I'm not talking about duration, but just the sharing. And just think like. Yeah, if I read it, I'm like, <clears throat> hey, yeah, we got to get going. It was a sense of urgency for me to change my life <clears throat> and live a life uh, according to God's word because of you guys. Mm-hmm. You're, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. And and I'm not just talking about for for the non-believers or people that's outside the church. <clears throat> I'm talking about people you're close with that's professing Christians. Yeah. And I'm just trying to get your mindset on that. Does it seem more urgent for you? Having kids now? <clears throat> because of kids to live your life according to God and to share his word. Yeah, you know what I told Ayla the other day? So when Ayla, like, when she sneezes, when she sneezes, I believe, or yawns, when she Mm -hmm. yawns, she says a saying, it's like, out of this house in Jesus' name or whatever. Because it's almost just like saying, bless you or whatever. She just, I don't know why. I really don't know why, but she says it. It's almost like a quick prayer that she does when she yawns or something like that and so <clears throat> before she would just like kind of do it under her breath and i was like dude just say it out loud like and and the reason and even like i'll tell you the reason why after i say this and then so even like when i when we sit down and we go eat a lot of times i'm just so used to just a habit of just like saying my grace in my head sometimes i say it sometimes i don't say my grace in my head or if i pr- like pray before we go to sleep like, I pray in my head or whatever versus praying out loud. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> I started doing that stuff out loud. And I told Ayla, like, if you're praying at any time, like, don't, don't, like, whisper it. Just pray out loud. Like, you're, like, right. And <clears throat> the reason why is just because we have two sons that are watching everything that we do. And so if they see us praying, they may ask why and why we're doing it. And then you can tell them why. And you can teach them how to pray and stuff like that. But... I don't want them to be in a situation or have the thought process like, oh, I got to be quiet. What if I feel uncomfortable praying in this motion or moment? Mm-hmm. Or I don't want people to look at me weird if I say, oh, out of this house in Jesus' name, that type of thing. Like, no, it's all ad- adoration to God. Like, it's all asking God to protect you in whatever aspect. So if you feel weak, you're asking for God. Because at first I used to hate when Ayla used to do that. But it's her asking for protection. I can't be mad at her asking God for protection. And for whatever reason it may be, like whether she thinks whatever whatever she thinks, I don't know what it is. Um, <clears throat> but I can't be mad at her for asking God for protection. So say it out loud so people can hear it. Mm-hmm. And then let someone ask a question. And that could be a time for you to sow a seed. And so that's what, because um, she would go like, you know, under her breath or whatever. And then, like I said, I'll pray and then you won't even know I'll be praying. Like, but that doesn't do any good for the kingdom. It doesn't do any good for our household, and it doesn't do any good for teaching our our sons like to be strong in 
their faith and mm-hmm. what they believe. Because I, I I remember, you know, like a lot of times you you would get up, you and Tori get up, and y'all y'all would see me studying and praying, you know. And yeah, for the longest I thought you could read. <laughs> well, they had pictures. <laughs> I grabbed your picture by <laughs> when y'all was kid. But I believe that's important. It is also important for them to understand where you stand in God's word when things arise that's against God's word. Yeah. Because <clears throat> if you don't, if you don't share it with them or teach, well, they may think if you see something that's not of God and you don't give them instruction, they may think, well, my dad sees it. It must be okay. Mm-hmm. And it, and because of you as a spiritual leader in the house, they may say it must be okay with God because if it's not okay with God, my dad wouldn't do it. <clears throat> you know? Yeah. And so I think that's, that's important in it because you, over the years, you know, because when I used to talk to you guys, you know, you didn't always listen, but you would come by something, something would happen. You come by, hey, dad, is that why you do this? Or is that why you said that? You know, I, and can't, I, said, I can't recall ever doing that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I remember you did that when your granddad passed, your granddad, Jordan. What I do? Because I used to say, D, sometimes you. It's the little things that you remember, but you remember them once they're gone. And then when when he passed, and and I remember you you saying something to me along that line. You said, "Dad, is this what you were talking about?" And I was like, "Yeah," because because you, you you were talking about when y'all were talking in the car. He was talking to you about track and field and stuff like yeah. that. You know. You know what's weird? And I think we talked about it on a podcast before. The only thing I remember from that week, I remember two things. I remember um, being at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. I remember Granddad dying, like right there, you know, in the parking lot. Basically, me holding him. I remember uh, one of my uncles like storming out of the hospital and knocking over the door, mm-hmm. the sliding door, knocking it off at the track. And I remember that. Later that week, it was like a Friday or a Saturday, one of my coaches came up to say, sorry for your loss. I don't remember anything else. I barely mm-hmm. remember the funeral. Apparently, the day after Granddad passed, I went to the house. I don't remember that. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember a lot with that. It wasn't a day after. It was some days after because I remember you, you were going back to school. Uh-huh. And we were worried about you going back to school. And I called somebody that I knew there and to check on you. And I told them what happened, uh. you know, and they reached, they reached out to you. But, but yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I don't really remember much. Yeah. So we have to, we, we, we have to be careful of what we do because <laughs> God sees everything. man, mm-hmm. And even your thoughts, you know, he knows your thoughts. And when you think about it, I was like, man. And you you always hear people say, what if they can show your thoughts across the screen at church? (laughs) People would be in trouble. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I know pastor not up there dressed like that. (laughs) You know, they would say, I mean, the things that, you know, you ever been praying in a group? 
and you're standing there, your eyes closed and somebody's praying and all of a sudden, bam, this crazy thought comes in your mind. Mm. You know, the devil wants to uh, interrupt that stuff. Yeah. He wants to get you off track. Speaking of that, your prayer this morning was a little long, Dad. I didn't think it was. It was kind of long. No, that's because, no, it went long. That's because that's because you go, dear Lord, thank you for giving me all the stuff that I need. Amen. That's why. That's why it's better when I when I pray in silence because nobody can judge me. Oh, how fast my prayer is! Well, you just judging me. I don't oh, think that prayer was long. One hundred percent. No, your no your prayer your prayer wasn't long. It was just funny to me. Uh, but um, I did think when you was praying today, it reminded me of someone. That I know that prays, and if you pray, if they pray, you might as well set up camp because <laughs> they gonna be going. But uh, yeah, nah, I know your prayer wasn't long. But you, you know, the person that that has a good relationship with God, that been through something and came out of it, they like talking to God. Their prayer is different. Yeah. When when he's brought you out of something and you recognize it was him. Yeah. You know. Uh, he gives you a warning on something, and then you heed that warning. It kept you from doing something, and uh, from just like you leaving that place just in time, you know. What place? The party. Oh, you know. No. And you were like, "Whoa," <laughs> you know. Yeah. And had I did this, this would have happened, and I would have had to face my dad. Or if I did this, I'd have got in trouble. Or you know. No, nah, y'all just want to see me. I just would have stayed in jail. They be like, y'all don't want to. You don't want to take your car. I'm like, nah, <laughs> nah, I'm good. I just stay right here. <laughs> Not safer in jail <laughs> out there. <laughs> you sure you got one phone call, y'all? Go give it to somebody else. <laughs> Don't let nobody call me either. No, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, shoot. And then eventually I'd have got out and moved different. I'd move to Missouri. You'll never see me ever again. <laughs> oh, man. So, I mean, how do you feel like with that with God when you realize that you was doing something? I think, <clears throat> I don't want to go too much in detail, but I think the main issue is that, like, I can physically see. I mean, not saying that you can't see God, but I think it's a different feeling for some people if you can physically see your parents. Because we're in their flesh. Yeah, and yeah. you can't, you just feel like God. Oh, that's, that's interesting. So because we can't see God, we think we can get away from God. I don't, nah, I didn't say that. No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking maybe that's the mindset of folks because you can't physically see them. Or he'll run up on you. It's easy to be like, God's not here right now. Right. Yeah. And that's, I think that's what they were doing in Ezekiel. Because they said God doesn't see us because they were in the dark, Mm -hmm. in a room. But they forgot who he was. You know, the guy that he caused darkness in Egypt, but Israel still had light. Yeah. (laughs) It was complete. I mean, a thick darkness. They couldn't see the hand in front of their face. But Israel had light. And this is a God you think that we think we can do things from and keep it from him. What are you doing? Look around. <laughs> <laughs> and if you see God, <laughs> what kind of thoughts did you just have? <laughs> yeah. I was, I don't know why this hit my head, but, uh, you know, I've been working on the upstairs room. Yeah. A little bit. I'm like, hmm. 
I ain't got this many certificates. How am I going? <laughs> My room not going to look like this. But I don't know. Well, you guys said like dark room. It just made me think of it. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. But my takeaway for this episode is that, you know, God is always is always going to see what you're doing. And if you're all in the wrong, you know, repent and then really believe that um, or do, try to do better. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so that's my takeaway for this episode. Yeah. Um, my my takeaway is that I realized by, by reading this and when someone comes to me with the word. And I take that as a warning from God. They say they pull your coattail on. Wait, someone come to you with a word. What do you mean? With God's word and saying that I'm doing something outside of his word or his the boundaries of God. (laughs) I need to take heed to that because that's like that's a warning. I feel like you'll be like, prove it to me. I know. I'm I'm saying if they come to me with the word and then I have to yield to it. But there's people that say, yeah, it says that, but, yeah, you know, is that God warning you? Yeah. Because when when Ezekiel, <laughs> you know, in there, he told him, you know, uh, Sam, Samuel was dead and, and <laughs> the king Saul was like, hey, God ain't listening to me. So I, I do what I want to do. I think we ought to take heed. And stand on God's word and thank a person that they come into me with the word. I wonder what verse I can come to to show you that it's wrong to keep food from me in this house. Uh, probably the receipt from Giant Eagle that you don't have and I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, are you good? I'm good. Boom. Well, that does it for this episode. We want to thank you for tuning into the No Negations podcast. If this is your first time with us, we'd love for you to tune in again. If you want more information about this topic or others, go to www.nonegations.com. There you can submit or subscribe to hear our upcoming discussions and request a copy of our show note transcripts. They're great for personal or group Bible study. Also, if you like what you heard today, look for that review button, click it, and leave us a review. Tell us what you loved about this episode or what you would like us to discuss next. And yes, we do have apparel, and you can support us financially by ordering any of our non-negations apparel or by looking for that donate button and donating. This helps us reach our monthly goals of uh, reaching more people, buying new equipment, and provide good content. If you are in or near the Canton, Ohio area, you can purchase our apparel directly at Blended, located in Belden Village Mall. It's located right next door to Macy, so check us out. And if you're in search of a community of like-minded people growing in their faith, we invite you to join the No Negation social media community on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. While on YouTube, make sure you click that bell to subscribe, like, and share. We would love to have you join our growing community. So, until next time, remember to seek God first and never give up. Deuces.